Thank God for dirty dishes. They have a tale to tell. While other folks may go hungry, we're eating very well. With home and health and happiness, we shouldn't want to fuss. For by this stack of evidence, God's been good to us. And that's a beautiful poem to start uh, today's episode of Dish Boys. Jeffrey, uh, are you there? A single tear just rolled down my cheek and plopped into my full sink oh. and a little bubble came out. Yeah. Oh, that's that's beautiful. That's just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm your host, uh, Richard Killjoy. I'm joined here with my co-host, Jeffrey Gibson. We're here to celebrate the wide world of dishes. And uh, won't you join us? You know, put on your gloves or don't. You know, either way. And uh, let's roll up our sleeves and get uh, let's get a little. We have a very here. special guest today. That's true. It's true. Welcome, Blair. Hello, boys. How are you? Good, good. We're doing well. We're doing well. Just uh, getting suited up to uh, wash a big old tub of dishes here. It's going to be oh man, we're going to have so much fun talking with you about dishes, and we've got some dish news lined up. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh yes, I've been saving up my dishes for the last couple of days just for you. Oh, perfect, perfect. That's what we like to hear. Do you uh, let them soak in the in the in the bin there? It depends. I try to do them um, right after I'm done using them because LA, as you may have heard, has a lot of bug issues. Oh, buzz, buzz. Okay, yes, we understand. I love our. I love bug. I love the buglings, but not the uh, not the vermin, not the uh, pests that invade my space. It's a little different. Is this a, a, a quick swarm? Like you leave a plate out and instantly it's covered in pests and pests. <laughs> well, luckily it's not that bad where I am. It, I'm sure it can get that way, but um, I'm in a very old building, like a brick building from 1923. And so I try to not leave anything that's going to attract them. I have had problems in this building before. So, do you have ghost issues? I've been hoping that there will be, but so far, not really. I heard some mysterious knocking a few times when I've been in the shower, but other than that, nothing, and I'm kind of disappointed. It was probably a uh, courier trying to deliver a hot dog box <laughs> to your house. Oh, I know. I didn't get one this month yet. That's probably who it was. He was probably knocking, and he couldn't get through, so he just gave... Gave your box to uh, the local uh, homeless shelter. Well, that's fine. I, I'm okay with that, but I need my monthly meats. Oh well, you got to be there to you got to be there to get them, or, uh, or or else they donate them to charity. I guess I just got to quit my job. Make mm-hmm. it home during the day. How do you feel yeah. about dishwashing machines? Yeah, uh, not too keen on those. That's good. That's good to hear. We uh, we are uh, pro hand washing on this show um, as. People are well aware we do not approve of the use of uh, dishwashers. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it is, it's a very divisive opinion, but um, it's something that we're firm in. Yeah, you know, I know that's a hot take, but I got to side with you guys on this. I've lived in places that had them before, and it's just a waste of water and a waste of energy. And also, there's something cathartic about washing dishes. Exactly, exactly. What's that uh, phrase that you use there, Jeffrey, sometimes? It's the tactile sensation. The tactile sensation, the bubbles on your hand, the popping, the warmth. Oh, yes. Yeah. I wonder if it's dishwashing <laughs> ASMR. You guys should do that on the sly. <laughs> uh, it's not a, not a terrible idea. 
Not a terrible it's idea. It's real hot right a now. Return to the, yeah, oh. I was about to say a return to the mother's womb, but that takes away any hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that's not... Uh, you know what? Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> yeah. Someone's yeah. into that. One thing I was wondering the other day is, like, how did, like... How did the word daddy get, like, so sexualized? Like, it's... I know it's been sexualized for a long time, but it seems like it's made, like, a really big comeback as far as, like... Yeah, you know, right before the ass-eating craze, I think that's... I mean, it's always been popular actually sexually, but I think right before the ass-eating stage of 2018, like, people started using it in a joking form so much that it became, like a thing again. I know that I too have been guilty of using it as a joke. Sure. And then the person ended up actually liking it after we've joked about it too long. Uh oh. I'm like, oh I don't I just think it's funny, but now I'm kinda stuck in this moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the Oops. term uncle to show up as a popular sex term. Oh. Ooh, let's yeah, start it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's the thing. That's what we have to do. We have to we have to uh we have to mold the simulation to accept uh, uncle as the new sexual term. Yeah, incest is in, first of all. And also, uncle got steered in the wrong direction. It's what you say when you give up during a fight. If you get, like, <laughs> noogie or wet willied. But we need to make it more positive, and we need to make it extremely sexual. That's what we have to do. That's our that's our mission right now. Dishwashing. <laughs> new uh, sexual Beside terms. the dishwashing. This is the... the, this this is is the dishwashing the, ASMR, uncle, uncle play... <laughs> that rope play on the Super Bowl was pretty great. I like that. <laughs> she really just didn't go anywhere with it, did she? It was it was it was anticlimactic, but I also liked that part of it too. I was going to say maybe she never learned how to tie a knot. <laughs> didn't want to get embarrassed on live TV. It did look like that, like in the moment, as like, oh, we're going to get a little Randy here, huh? And then she yeah. just looked a little bit terrified as she was <laughs> putting it around her hands. All that's right. what that's what I that's partly also what I liked about it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I know it was bad. It was a bad moment. I was not proud, but I was I I'll admit that was the highlight of the game for me. <laughs> I watched it the next day um on YouTube but with the sound off. Uh, okay. So <laughs> Probably the best way to do it. Yeah, it kind of made it better. You could really pay attention to what the fuck was going on more, but Man, I thought that pole that Jayla was on was going to topple over. It had a little too... I know spin pole supposed to be a little looser, but it looked like it was going to fall, and she was going to just fall flat on her face. Wow. I didn't notice that much uh, play on the pole. It was just kind of... It seemed like it was bending at the bottom. Like, maybe it wasn't completely fastened at the bottom. I don't know, but... That's kind of terrifying. Do you think Shakira had a terrible rope accident once, and she had flashbacks? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or maybe she was just uncomfortable doing that for 30 million people. <laughs> but not the other stuff. No, no. No, the other stuff is fine. You can shake your ass and twerk and stuff. That's okay. But like, once you get like a rope involved, like, ooh, that's serious. I'm more into that tongue thing she did. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. She did like, like a little cat cat thing. Yeah, she was <laughs> lapping up a little milk there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So do you, do you wash, when you wash dishes, do you have gloves on or do you do it with no gloves? You know, I was listening to your last Dish Boys episode the other day and thought about that. Like that never, somehow has never really crossed my mind to put gloves on. Okay. Because I think when uh, I used to be a bartender for a long time and you're not wearing gloves for that. Like you're constantly moving around and just constantly having to wash your dishes and use them again. And 
if you had to use gloves, it would add another few seconds, which is not going to work. So I think it just kind of stuck in my head to not do that. But that's probably a better idea, especially if you made a big meal and you're cleaning up after like a dinner party. I don't want that food residue all slimy on my hands. Well, you're sticking your hands in soap. Well, that's the thing. It's, yeah. But that's that's a good, clean, slimy feeling. I don't want to feel like old pasta that's been sitting and soaking for a couple hours on my hands. I think rubber gloves are for doctors. That is perfectly fair. (laughs) You think rubber gloves are for doctors? (laughs) What about doctors washing dishes? Is that a a charity organization you work for? (laughs) (laughs) Doctors for dishes. (laughs) They, They go over to Africa and wash dishes for people? They don't have borders, but they do have dishes. There you go. There's a new organization. Oh my god. Do you guys have the uh do you guys have a detachable hose part on your sink? Like what's your faucet situation? Ooh, like? we can talk about this. Oh, it's yeah, it's interesting you yeah. It's interesting you bring that up cuz Jeff uh Jeff just got some uh, upgrades to his kitchen. Hey, Jeff, yeah. you want to tell us about that? Well, I was washing the dishes and I get pretty intense. No, I don't. I'm a very calm dishwasher. But mm-hmm. the handle, the handle broke <laughs> off. So I have a, sw- I have oh a sweet God. deal with my landlord where I can do any repairs I want, and it just gets deducted from the the rent. So I got to buy a fancy new uh, faucet, installed it myself, and now I have a completely brand new uh, faucet with a working sprayer, and it's changed my life. Is uh, what uh, brand did you uh, go for? Fisher, Fleischer. It's an F word. <laughs> One of them. Okay. That's great. Having a sprayer really changes the game. It really, really does. It's, uh, you know, it's it's a big factor. It really changes the game when it comes to the washing dishes by hand. Especially if the yeah. if it does have the hose, so you can you can kind of yank it out and get in those little nooks and crannies. Ugh, that's, yep. That's like I don't want to call this animal abuse, but I have a pretty young cat. She's about six months old now. That is following me everywhere and is fascinated with dishwashing as she should be but when you're trying to wash your dishes and every three seconds a cat comes and pokes you or sticks her head in a dish uh it's kind of fun to get that little hose out and (laughs) (laughs) i can definitely relate to you on that uh bowser is fascinated by bubbles specifically he doesn't understand them like if you blow bubbles he doesn't look up at them he looks at the ground no matter what you do, he's like, he thinks they come from the ground. I don't know what his deal is. But if I'm washing dishes, he will jump right up and try to get in the sink. So I get you. Wow, that's that's uh, that's very strange that the cats would be that attracted to uh, to the, like that, that act of washing dishes. Hmm. It's against their nature. Yeah, yeah. Also, what's with them in water? Like, why don't they like, like water? Like, they drink water, but like, if you spray them with water, they... They don't like that. Like I think it has to do with the. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm not a cat expert or certified cat expert, at least. Uh, but I think it has to do with the fact that they groom themselves. Like it messes with their natural oils. Oh. Pisses and pisses them off. Makes them mad and pissed off. But um, also, if they get water in their ears, it can make. It's really bad for them. Okay, there's two. There's two big things. But some cats, Would I do like know, to- cats like to swim sometimes. And my cat jumped in the shower the other day, so... Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you want to make this terrible before I, I get on my theory of oh boy. Uh, why cats don't like water? They're from, they're from space. That's my theory. Awesome. Um, Perfect. My cat, being fascinated with water, also enjoys the toilet. 
and has a <laughs> habit of somehow opening the bathroom door when I'm using the bathroom, and I have accidentally peed on my cat's head. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wow. This- that's that's rough. <laughs> this is confession time on Dishboard. How did the how did the uh, it's, is it Penny? How did Penny react? Um, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Looked at me quite angrily, and I'm like, "It's not my fault, you stupid cat." They really don't like when you're in the bathroom without them. Yeah, she's angry. I don't know why. Uh, well, I guess it makes sense that bathroom sinks don't have sprayers, but that would be nice too. Yeah. I think every sink should have options. Yeah, that would be great to have a sprayer in the in the uh, in the bathroom. That makes a lot of sense. You could like pill it up and give your head a little soak or something too, or you right? Wash like, your dick. Yeah, that too. Yeah, gotta keep gotta keep the dick clean. Yeah, I know you boys don't wipe after you pee, but like maybe it'd be nice if you just sprayed the head a little bit. Welcome to dish. <laughs> Welcome to dick boys. <laughs> Yeah, dick boys. I like the, I like the sound of this. Our conversations always end up steering here, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's natural. The human form is is beautiful and natural, just like dishes. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes um, you wake up uh, you wake up yeah. late and you need a shower, and it's like I don't want to get in the shower. Yeah. Would you like my theory on why cats don't like water? Please. Yes, lay it on us. Yes. So cats were originally domesticated in ancient Egypt. True, true. So think of water in Egypt and what what dangerous animal lives in the water. Oh yeah, alligators, crocodiles, but crocodiles. Close. God damn it! I always forget the difference, wrong. but you know, yep, one of them's there. <laughs> yeah, so they have a natural fear of water, like in their genes, because you know, crocodiles. Dang. Okay, that makes sense. And there, and you know, Egypt is in the desert, so they're so used to like desert sort of climate. Yeah, they're probably Maybe. like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, exactly. They're they're sand. They're sand creatures. Yeah, they oh they God. poop in the sand. Everything is centered around sand in their world, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and why do cat owners have to pay for cat litter when sand is everywhere? Yeah, yeah true. my cat yeah. litter personally is made out of uh, ground up walnut shells. Ooh, Interesting. Tell me more. This is so new. it's actually really great. I mean, it's eco friendly and all that crap, uh, but also <laughs> <laughs> it absorbs and it doesn't have a scent. Like you know, some of those cat litters will have that clean cat litter scent. This has nothing, and it absorbs any of the odors of his cat piss or his cat shits perfectly. Cool. And it doesn't really. It's, it doesn't really even need to clump. It just kind of dries out and then there you go like you can scoop out the little chunkies and be on your way and when you throw it away you don't have to worry about a bunch of fucking clay being stuck to your floor it's awesome i highly recommend it blue buffalo walnut show litter would you like to do an ad for blue buffalo if they'll send me free blue buffalo then i will but if not then uh they can suck an egg (laughs) yeah no we got it we got to negotiate before we uh, do ads there jeff we got to clear it with uh, jerry we got to get the production people involved it's uh we'll we'll look into it though yeah you should i bet a lot of people would be into that i mean who can't relate to a dishwashing podcast exactly exactly speaking of such matters uh what uh what is your uh, favorite uh, soap your favorite dishwashing soap ah now this this is the good question i have two answers for you oh boy, oh boy. so at home 
I have either it, it kind of varies depending on my budget, <laughs> but we have to be fair. that method brand sea minerals one or right now I think I have seventh generation some sort of like lavender essential oil. Um, I try to get unscented though because I know one of you were talking about um, how sometimes you use a grapefruit one and it makes your food afterwards taste like the grapefruit soap. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. try to avoid that. So it's better to get an unscented situation. But the Blue Dawn is the best dish soap. It really is. We use that at work. I work in a department that uses a lot of chemicals and oils and whatnot. It is the number one thing that will clean everything paintbrushes, like oil vats. It's perfect. Are you telling me you're using dish soap for something besides dishes? Oh, yeah. There's a whole nother world out there. Wow. That sounds thrilling. So dishes, cleaning baby ducks, and, and what else? And uh, I guess paint supplies, um, fabrication Chem- supplies. Chemical spills. Chemical spills, absolutely. My, You know what? I've been trying to find the ones with the, the classic baby duck picture on it, though, and they're not selling them. I don't got them in my area. What's That's that's strange. It must be a different, uh, different promotional campaign going on. There are no ducks in Los Angeles. <laughs> there are, oh my god, there's not as many ducks as you'd expect, but there are a shit ton of geese. A lot of geese? Hmm. Dollar store so dollar uh, store geese on it? <laughs> I hope not, because geese are a bunch of dicks. Uh, I walk by a park, MacArthur Park, every day to get to the train, and there's I think 99 geese there. They just live there year-round. And they're assholes. But there's uh, also seagulls, who are the ultimate assholes. And then sometimes you find ducks, but uh, not so much. I think it's illegal to hunt and kill Canadian geese when we have this abundant food source, and it makes no sense. Is it because of that movie? Do you remember that movie where that little girl saves the geese? <laughs> yeah, that's, I know what you're talking about. What the fuck is that called? <laughs> does she have a, a wagon? Why, why do I remember a wagon? <laughs> I think she does. Yeah, like the Red Flyer? Yeah. Yeah, because I think she has some of them in the wagon at one point. Fly along home? Oh my god, fly away home. Fly away home, yes. There it is. It's like there the free willy of the land, yes. Why did I not have to look that up? Why do I remember? Th- oh, fucking Jeff Daniels was in that shit. Oh my god, what? I don't remember this. I think he was. I think he played the dad. <laughs> well, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's fun. Well, we got another Don supporter, so uh, people love Don. Hell yeah. Fuck that palm olive. Oh, shit. You're throwing down now. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep, smells like shit. <laughs> well, we do have some uh, interesting uh, numbers coming in here from Australia, actually. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Australia did a test uh, of about 40 different types of dishwashing soap, and they found that uh, three of them were basically the same as just washing your dishes with just water. <laughs> Tell me more. Shocking. It is very shocking that a company would release uh, a soap product. You know, there is a certain amount of trust that goes into that um, exchange of uh, of money for product, right? Like, yeah. You know, you do expect the soap to do what it's supposed to do. Um, but it looks like these three brands have uh, have not really uh, done their best uh, in that trust. Uh-oh, I'm worried about what brands they are. Well, get ready. The first brand is called... <laughs> 
hilariously, it's called Trix Antibacterial Dishwashing Liquid. Trix, T-R-I-X, like the cereal. Hmm. They're trying to lay a fast one on us, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it says it is a very, you know, cost-effective, quote-unquote, soap. It only costs about 25 cents per 100 milliliter, which is pretty cheap. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, that one failed the test. Probably because it's 25% soap and the rest is just fucking water. Exactly. 25 cents gets you 25%. <laughs> Ooh. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see what else is on the list here. Oh, okay. The next brand is called Uniquely Natural. And it also failed the test, uh, even though it is very expensive. That's the, uh, that's what's interesting about this one. This one's very expensive, while the other one was very inexpensive. So, you don't always get what you pay for, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anytime you add, like, natural or organic or... Free and clear, or whatever, they up it about two bucks on any... Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it looks like the next brand that failed uh, is also one of the uh, green brands. It's called Earth Choice, <laughs> which is like a little... It's like, okay, calm down, right? Like, yeah, don't speak <laughs> like for the earth. <laughs> they're commodifying the green movement, and, and it's really not great. Because, I mean, the bottle that it comes in is made of plastic and, like, come on, like, who are we kidding here? So. Does it have the price points of each of these? Um, this one was about actually the same as the first one, about, about the 25 cents per 100 milliliter for, uh, for the Earth Choice one. So, this one was also fairly inexpensive, but is basically, uh, you might as well be, uh, washing your dishes with piss. Hmm, well, that's more sterile, so I guess that's fine. Yep. So that's uh, that's a little bit of uh, Dune news, or not Dune news. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh Jerry, wonderful. Jerry, you got to work on this copy, Jerry. It sucks. Cuckoo <laughs> crossover. Well, no, Jerry's constantly mixing up the shows, and that's bullshit. Like Jerry, <laughs> I'm gonna t- like we're gonna have to talk about this again at the next meeting. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's some dish news right there. That's what that is. I was trying to shut the IMDb thing for the flyaway home. (laughs) And it says that release of this film was delayed after a seven-year-old girl. And it's not loading. And I think this is going to be insane and horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Somebody got killed on set. Yeah. Ah. I have no idea. Why does every movie that we love from our childhood involve, like, some horrific crimes? Because they didn't give a shit about safety measures, like, I love Milo and Otis, but think of how many fucking animals died making that movie. That's the one that always comes up. It was like 25 Black Labs or something. It fucking sucks because that movie is awesome. Yeah. That little pug and that little orange cat. Come on. That's- yeah. I think that kind of broke Bobby when we talked about that. Aww. He was not happy about that. Oh, did you guys watch Don't Fuck With Cats? Oh. Uh, I can't handle that. That hits too close to home, man. That guy lived a couple towns over. What? Yeah, that Magnata guy. He lived in Toronto for a while. Oh, that's right, Toronto. Oh, my God. I definitely didn't watch it alone because I have to have my boyfriend, like, tell me when to stop covering my ears and closing my eyes because they showed Uh. so much cat footage. Wouldn't show the human murder stuff, but they'd show all the cat torture. Well, see, that's another reason why I didn't watch it, because I'm not, I just can't handle stuff like that. It's not, it's not great. It's a lot. I openly weeped, uh, but after the second episode or so, they 
they don't show any more of it, and you can just like focus on the crazy true crime aspect of it. Eh, still, eh, yeah, yeah. At least they caught him. I'm guessing this isn't a film about a cat who's a murderer, but he's like still releasing videos from jail and stuff. It's fucked he up. Is? Yep. I definitely saw his website with his crazy ramblings. And I've seen, like, what he looks like now and heard he got married to another inmate. But I didn't know he was still putting out videos. Oh, yeah. Uh, link me. Uh, or you know what? No, I don't want to give him any attention. Fuck that guy. No, no, no. Yeah, we don't want to watch that shit. No. Good timing. We're about to find out what happened to Fly Away Home. Oh, thrilling. Thrilling. I can't wait. No, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. A seven-year-old girl did something on set. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like... It was, like, right on there, and it was like, this is going to be a mystery that I have to... Might be just a description of the movie. <laughs> no, it said filming was delayed because... And it was oh, like, oh, no. no. Oh, no. The computer just will not... It was, it was God himself. <laughs> Jerry, we got to get new computers in here, man. This is ridiculous. You know, I did Don't... find out that uh, about 30 minutes in... They're eating breakfast, and the dad is Jeff Daniels is the dad, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he touches he like touches the right side of his face or something, like wipes his face or something, and then half of his mustache is gone. Whoa! <laughs> so watch it again, I guess. All right, when I pull it up on my phone, it says Jeff Daniels and Anna Paquin filmed a sex dot dot dot. What the hell? What? No. You know, I have a feeling that someone may have hacked the. Oh no! Spreading misinformation about Fly Away Home. Yeah, everyone's favorite childhood movie, Fly Away Home. Nine years after they played father and daughter in Fly Away Home, nineteen ninety six, Jeff Daniels and Anna Paquin filmed a sex scene together for the Squid and the Whale. Oh. oh boy, that's disturbing. Uh, Daniels said in an interview at the time that the way they coped with filming the sex scene was trying to not think about, you know, geese. Oh, <laughs> oh my Jesus. God. Oh my God. Uh, she, what is she doing now? After True Blood, she just kind of disappeared and she was doing a lot of sex scenes in that show. Yeah, that show is horny as hell. Right? Like, I didn't, I don't even remember the story. I was just like, well. There's a lot of sex, so of course I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, no, it was it was beautiful people, uh, beautiful people having sex. Can't go wrong. Vampires. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're not Some... people. They're vampires. Okay. Right. Yes. Sorry. And she's a fairy or something. Yeah, like, she's come like on. half fairy. Why do I remember this? Yeah. Um, do we want to do a hydration check? We want to do a hydration check and see what everybody's got drinking. Hmm. That. Yeah. Jeff, what do you got on the go? I'm currently drinking a red Powerade due to a tragic accident at a plasma donation center where they were they uh, were unable to give me back my saline solution. What? Why? Something went wrong with the machine. Didn't want to break character or anything, but Buzzcast is not paying us as much as we expected the hundred thousand dollars a year we were promised. So I'm I'm selling my fluids. Hey, man, I've been there. You saw that crazy bruise I had. Yeah, that was rough. I can't go back now. Like, I, I just can't get myself to go back. But it was great money while it lasted. It's a lot of money. And speaking of Anna Paquin, you um, you get to lay down on this little table. Not a table, but a comfy chair. And they usually are watching television. And almost every time I go in there, the movie uh, 
X-Men something where they travel <laughs> back in time is always on. So I've been watching this movie like 30 minutes at a time starring Anna Paquin as um, an X-Man. An X-Man. <laughs> yep, she's she's one of those characters. We don't know which one. Yep, but she sure is. Yep. Blair, what are you sipping on? You know, I should have some water, but I do not at the moment. I'm drinking a Phil's coffee, the Turkish Ooh. kind of Phil's coffee. I highly recommend. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear it on the recording, but there's five fire trucks just breezing by my apartment right now. We have a, a running thing throughout the show where every episode has squad cars or trains going by, so we're used to it. It looks like a parade. I'm near. I'm right near a hospital... And that's sandwiched between um, a police station and a fire station. So, oh, here's more. Here we go. Wow. They're all going for it. This one is Maybe a tow truck a... and a fire truck. There was a tragic Whoa. dishwashing accident. There must have yeah. been. There must have been. Well, that ties in with, uh, that ties in with a story that I was uh, handed earlier this week about a man in Alberta who bought a house. And a couple weeks later, uh, his dishwashing machine caught on fire and exploded. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, luckily, no one was hurt, so everyone's okay. But uh, the man was not aware that there was a recall on that particular type of dishwashing machine that was already installed in his house. Like, he, he just, you know, he, he bought the house and it came with a dishwashing machine. And so Jesus. he was just like, yeah, but, uh, th- you know, these things are menaces. They're uh, they are a menace to society, and they need to be. Uh, this needs to be addressed. Have we learned nothing from all of these movies? We need to not trust robots, and we need to not abuse robots. They're going to turn on us. Exactly, exactly. And uh, it is, you know, it's a terrifying future we find ourselves in. Wash my dirty dishes, robot. That's what I say if I ever have to be forced to use a washing machine. <laughs> At least you're acknowledging yes. it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh- um, I'm drinking some, uh, I've got some chai tea with a little bit of whiskey in it. It's pretty tasty. What kind of whiskey? Uh, it's just a Canadian brand. It's called Forty Creek. It's a very tasty, uh, mid-range, mid-price range, uh, whiskey. I'm glad you're going with the mid-range because with most alcohol, especially wine, like, once you hit a certain price point, you're just paying for the packaging and the water ratio to alcohol ratio is too high to actually be worth that much so you're a good man good choice yeah that's my uh that's what my budget uh, commands at the moment so my choice of yeah, I my don't... choice of wine is mad dog 2020 <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's some rough, rough stuff words. right there that brings me back to the harder times <laughs> we were talking uh, online on twitter about uh, horrible things that we drank as teenagers when we couldn't get booze and um, one of the concoctions that we came up with was you got one of those big Gatorade jugs, like a cooler, Gatorade cooler. Um, you fill that thing up with a, you throw a bag of ice in there, um, a 24-pack of Natty Ice, you know, natural ice, the horrible beer. Yeah. Uh, you throw a packet of Gatorade and then a bottle of cheap vodka. Wow. Wow. And it was the most disgusting drink, but man, did it give you a nice buzz. It, Trash juice. In Mexico, they call that sangria. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, reminds, that reminds me, I have, a, I have a story like that that also has to do with dishwashing. 
Mm. Yeah. So Fascinating. All right. in seventh grade, um, you know, I first really started delving into trying to drink. Um, did you ever have in your grocery stores, do they have those like little plastic lemons with like lemon juice in it? Oh, yeah. 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 You know yeah. those little guys. Uh, we have a few friends and I were going to go to the movies, but we were bad and we wanted to bring some alcohol with us. So Dude. we emptied out the lemon juice thing. And uh, for some reason, I thought it'd be a great idea to throw some of that Blue Dawn in there to get all the lemon out. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. And I did not rinse it well enough. Uh, on top of that, you know, when you're fucking 12, you don't know what you're doing. So we just put a little bit of all of the liquors in her mom's liquor cabinet. Ooh. And she, and like her mom was like a really like boisterous Russian lady. She had a lot of different Russian liqueurs and things in there. So we put like vodka, rum, gin, Bailey's. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we get to, but I shake it up like, cool, awesome. You get to the movie theater. I open it up and take the first swig and it just foams in my mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Completely undrinkable. <laughs> I don't even remember what we watched. All I have is this like vivid memory of dish soap, alcohol, curdled flavor in my mouth. Mmm, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Did, yeah. Be did careful. you finish? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We could not. We just—it was totally undrinkable with the Baileys in there. Oh my god. Wow. Dishwashing question. Uh, two two parts. What is your most positive dishwashing memory? Ooh. Hmm. You know what? I think <laughs> right now, just the thing that I can remember at least is when I first moved into this apartment a few months ago. Uh, I didn't, I didn't realize how good I had it with the uh, type of faucet I have. So it has like three different settings for the power wash, and then it has this. I didn't know it had a hose. And I until I accidentally pulled it. It's a big long hose. It has the dual sink action, the dual tub action. Nice. It's just the most essential, like perfect setup for hand washing dishes. I'm I'm in love with it. Oh, that's great. That's great when you move into a place that has like the proper amenities. Yeah, it's like they knew. What yeah. is your um your worst dishwashing experience? Oh, oh boy. okay, okay. Um <laughs> the worst is when I was bartending and um I was making a bunch of margaritas and then I had to wash the uh some of the glasses they were using to shake it and mix it and uh so there's a bunch of lemon and lime juice on my hands and then as i'm washing it i think it went from like super cold from the ice and the liquor to super hot and it just shattered in my hand so i've got oh, lemon that's and the lime worst. juice and glass going into my hands <laughs> and still to this day like the the way they stitched up my finger i don't know if it got infected or what but like it's still painful if you poke that part of my finger, like the same feeling as if there's lime juice permanently trapped in there. <laughs> oh man, there's still citric acid below your skin <laughs> forever, I guess. <laughs> oh jeez, you're the first person that uh, has a battle scar from washing dishes, which makes you kind of a badass. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got good tips that night, so it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. What about you guys? Tell me your battle stories. Oh, that that same thing happened to me when I was uh, working in a restaurant. I, I did the whole cold glass to hot water explosion. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, so I cut myself pretty good. There's no scar, or it just healed up, so. You're a strong, healthy yeah. boy. Yep, 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 yep. 
So uh, we survived and we moved on from that experience. But uh, yeah, that was that was probably my worst one. That was pretty shitty. <laughs> what about happy times? Oh, the, we had lots of happy times. There was one time I was uh, washing a bunch of pots at the end of the night and... Um, uh, there was some music, uh, I think there was some song on that was, uh, I think it was like a Cure song or something. I was listening to the local college station at that time, and uh, so I was bopping along to this thing, and I was like bopping my head around, and I kind of like leaned my head down a little bit to like reach down into the bottom of the tub, and uh, all of a sudden this like flying pot like goes over my head and like smacks into the wall right behind me. <laughs> And it was it was the chef. He was all drunk, and he just like got pissed off about something, and like threw that pot like right at my head. But I ducked down to get into the bottom of the of the tub, and so it missed me. And it, but it hit the wall right behind me. It scared the shit out of me. So dishwashing saved your life. Exactly, exactly. If I hadn't have been uh, if I hadn't been trying to do my job there, I would have gotten a pot in the head. I really thought you were gonna say that you and everyone else in the kitchen broke out into a rendition of stomp but this is much more exciting it was it was very thrilling also like he did come over and like asked if i was okay he was like i didn't mean to do that and i'm sorry that was the only time he ever apologized to me wow that's a big deal and he he threw other stuff on other occasions too but (laughs) um yeah he was a bit of a hothead sounds like he needs some dish boys in his life yeah, exactly. He needs to get back to his roots, right? So, I haven't chefs can be chefs can be really angry. I haven't lived enough because I have no tragic dishwashing stories up. Oh wow, Jeff! <laughs> Not yet. I have this yeah. dream, like uh, you know, when Forrest Gump became a billionaire and he had all the money in the world, and he just went back to mowing lawns. <laughs> yes, I think I would do that, but washing dishes. Aww. Oh uh, yeah, talk about going back to your roots. Yeah, that's 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 really nice. I hope you become a billionaire just so you can do that. Yeah. I mean, you do realize that you don't have to be a billionaire to do that though, right? Like, yeah, but it would be nice. <laughs> but it would okay, be nice. Okay, I get it. I get it. You have the financial security, but then you get to go and do what you want to do, which is just mow lawns and have a simple little I'm life. I'm going to join that doctors with dishes program and program and <laughs> Just make sure there's no borders. Yeah, well, there are no borders when it comes to dishwashing. Exactly. The world the world has zero borders when it comes to that. Everyone has to wash dishes. <laughs> the only horizon you see is the rim of the sink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, I have uh, a, a, a question for you guys on dishwashing as well. Oh, boy, you're turning the tables on us here, Jerry. Is this allowed? Okay. All right. Yeah, let's do it. You know, it's not... I can't take full credit, though, because uh, it's actually AP, good old AP, that brought this up. Um, If you go to other people's houses, like if you're staying there for a weekend or even just like a dinner party, whatever, do you wash their dishes? I've been asked. Like, I haven't been asked. I have asked, and I have been turned down. There's always like an overly politeness of like, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. That's true. Yeah, it seems to be kind of like a a little bit of a struggle back and forth. And nobody wants to do it. And you're just like, trust me, I'm not going to break your precious dishes. Yes, because people our age, I'm sure, have just the finest of China. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, um, I'm going to... This is a Rod Berry question. Ooh, 
my boy. Can you uh, do you have a favorite mug? Oh shit! Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, of course, it has to be the Mugbane mug. Come on now. Oh yes, yes, the classic Mugbane mug. It's the perfect mug. It's the perfect fucking mug. It's black inside, so no one can tell what you're drinking. You can throw uh, a little whiskey in your coffee, whatever you want to do, and then on the outside, you got some sick art. Perfect. This Mugbane mug available at the Bazizio store. It sure is. There's only a few left, though, so you might want to go in real quick. They're flying off the shelves, which is dangerous and can lead to more scars and stitches. Yeah, be careful. Be careful with your mugs and all dishware. Yep, yep. You got to take care of your uh, stuff. You don't want to be breaking breaking your favorite mug. Uh, Jeff, you want to take that one? I have a cool Superman mug that can also double as a uh, cereal bowl. A what? It's huge. It's too big. You're going to have to send me a picture of this after It's a very impressive mug. What about your dish situation in general? Do you guys buy matching sets, or do you just, like, find individual plates and bowls that you enjoy and buy them based on that? Me and Dickie have matching dish sets. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yep, it's uh, Dish Boys branded. Uh, he yep. has a. I have a. I have a plate with his face on it. So when I'm done eating, he shows up, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, is it printed like they do in the mall, or is it more like those old-fashioned silhouettes? <laughs> uh, it's almost like um, it's almost like a Norman Rockwell painting sort of uh, design. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> you guys need to make some products and bring it to BugCon for sure it's it's uh it's dicky uh with a beagle on his lap <laughs> american yep. or canadian flag in the background and we're both like me and the beagle are like singing <laughs> it's like Aww. yeah yeah i would pay so, fifty dollars yeah. for that it's uh it's you know it's a very nice set we had a promotional company make them up uh it was uh yeah it's really cool and fun no one ever thinks to do that. Make promotional plates. It's not really a thing as much as it used to be. Like you can, you can buy like oh, yeah, they, plates and stuff, and they're worth a lot now. But they don't really do that anymore. Yeah, we need to bring back that uh, trend. You know, like they used to do decorative plates for movies and give them out at like fast food restaurants. Yeah. Um, I know Jeff has a Lord of the Rings cup that uh, may or may not be magic. Ooh. Depends um, what I put in. So exactly, exactly. I'm drinking out of my. Um, my uh, Electricité Quebec mug right now, which is a f- nice mug. I guess the whatever electrical company in Quebec uh, made it as a promotional item, but it's very nice design. I really love the shape of it and like the the uh, ergonomic sort of grip, the style. I think so. everyone needs to. We need to like trade some dish picks after this. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll get them going up on the uh, thread there. I'm actually drinking out of the Bug Main mug my sister gave me for Christmas with Blair's actual sticker on there, also available at the Bazizio store. Oh, very cool. Well, we're keeping it in the fam today. (laughs) That's so sweet. My heart, my little cold dead heart is warmed once again. Oh, that's sweet. I got a, I'll send you a picture of this plate. I found this sick plate. That's uh, just like a very quaint little tiny plate with a burger and fries and a soda on it. And something cool. about it is just very peaceful and serene. I don't know, it's like a calming little burger dish. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. You got to get a picture of that. That sounds really cool. I think it has magical powers of some sort. I mean, it's just a basic picture, but something about it 
soothes me. Okay. Yeah. Well, objects, you know, the way we look at objects now is, um, it can be different, right? You can project certain feelings onto it and it might make you feel certain things about, uh, you know, about your life. It's, uh, there is a very intimate relationship between us and, and the objects around us. That's true. That's very deep. Yeah. Especially with dishes because you, you know, you are forming a relationship with that dish when you eat something off of it and then you clean it and then you do it again. It's, uh, it, there, there is like an intimacy to that, I think. Yeah. You're looking at that dish more in your life than you look at most of the people in your life. That's true. Yeah, I like exactly. my dishes more than I like most people. I would agree with that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a shirt. That's a shirt. <laughs> Jeff's laid it down. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, what uh, tools do you have around the uh, dish area, with as far as like sponges, or do you have like a scrubby? Oh man, that's a yeah. What uh, what tools do you have? Um, right now, I need to replace the ones I have. I think at the moment, uh, I know you guys are big on the scrub daddy, and I totally forgot about those. They're, they're really great with the little holes. Uh, and it's just nice to have a little face smiling at you when you're doing your dishes. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting that you bring up the Scrub Daddy because there is a new product coming out on the market very, very soon, and it's called Scrub Mommy. What? Exactly. <laughs> so it's a, it's a sponge that, uh, you know, finally out in the market, there's going to be a sponge that's exclusively for women. <laughs> Let me guess, it's fucking pink and glittery? Uh, I haven't seen any pictures of it just yet, but, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're currently in talks with Scrub Daddy to do a little bit of promotional work. So, uh, we'll see what happens with that. But, um, you know, it's, it's exciting times in the world of dishwashing. They're always coming out with new products and new, new twists. You know, I was, I was talking with, uh, I was talking with Jeffrey and, uh, and Jerry earlier about, uh, possibly doing a knockoff called dish daddy (laughs) and it would be uh instead of like the regular face of the scrub daddy it would be it would be like two different faces it would be one one edition would be jeff's face and one edition would be my face and uh you know it would have like a little beard and everything and then that beard could be like you know you could use the beard to like scrub your dishes yeah exactly oh wow i would buy that so it's the Dish Daddy, and uh, you know we're working on some prototypes right now, and we're we're going to look into uh, getting this to market because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Keep me updated because I I'm definitely not that stoked on my utensil situation at the moment. My dishwashing utensils. Okay, well, speaking of utensils, do you have like a set of uh, like forks and knives, or do you have like a mishmash? I think all all of my dishware at the moment is sort of a mishmash. I have a collection of plates and cups and stuff that's kind of like knockoff fine china. You know that like blue classic pattern? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're yeah. cool, but like my silverware needs a nice upgrade. I'd like to have some matching interesting looking silverware, but mostly mine has come from the years of bartending. Like every once in a while, I'd just take another fork and take another knife <laughs> Oh no, for sure. This is how. Yeah, that's that's how you. That's how you collect uh, things on your on your on your path through life. (laughs) Stealing them. (laughs) Yes, stealing them over time. (laughs) This is the life of the common person, though, right? Like it's it's you know, there's a lot of times when we're not going to be able to afford this stuff. So yeah, like right now. Yeah. 
and yes, and yesterday, and the the day before that. I haven't been caught caught stealing stealing that. No, I've been caught stealing something else, uh, not at work when I was younger, but um, somehow weaseled out of that one. Uh, But no, I've never been caught because you got it. You can't get greedy. You can't get cocky. You got to just every once in a while take one little thing, slip it in your bag, slip it in your pocket. Anything more than that, that's grounds for getting caught. You just you got to be really safe about it. Now I'm seeing a uh, I'm seeing a montage of uh, Blair stealing things over the years, and that uh, that Jane's Addiction song is playing. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that's pretty much uh, it. <laughs> been caught stealing dishes. It's like a Scorsese. It's like a it's like a Scorsese type montage. It's like as far as back as I can think, I always wanted to be a thief. <laughs> oh my god. How did I end up here? Well, let me show you. How do you think they would yeah. react in prison to someone who's in there for stealing dishes and forks? <laughs> it's like, man, you're a freak. Yeah, yeah. That's a Get over there with the pedophiles, you, you yeah. weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't steal dishes. That's immoral. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, didn't you kill your mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'll meet Luca in jail, and uh, we'll have a grand old time. We're pretty much on the same level of heinousness. <laughs> um, when you yeah, wash exactly. your dishes, do you listen to anything? Music, uh, podcasts about dishes, washing? <laughs> yeah, the Dish Boys podcast is the perfect the perfect thing to listen to. But um, before you came around, you know, and don't remember a time before Dish Boys, but if I think hard enough, um, it kind of depends on what... I'm going to be doing after like if I'm going to go out after and I have to be social and have energy I'll throw on something like something like the like the Stooges or Bad Brains um, or there's this Japanese thrash metal band I really like uh, called Poison Arts so something really high energy like that but <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'll just put on like a little nice calming murder podcast yeah, some last podcast on the left, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're perfect. I try to listen to them in the morning. So if I'm washing dishes, in the morning, oh, yeah, it's perfect. But uh, interesting. I I can't do. See, I can't do the yelling in the morning. Like when Henry gets all the like yelly, I'm just like, uh. So I like I like listening to it in the evenings when I'm cooking. I think it's uh, yeah. I like it better in the evenings myself. But to each his own. I'm just not a morning person, so I need something to wake me up. And Henry's Zabrowski's okay. voice is probably the perfect thing for that. Okay, that makes sense in a way. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting you said the Stooges because I've mentioned listening to the Stooges when washing dishes too. Is is that like go to dishwashing music? I think Iggy Pop is just good for anything. Yeah, he's the ultimate. Yeah, yeah. okay. And also, did you know he has parrots? I heard about this, yeah. Yeah, he's got, like, I don't know if he's obsessed with parrots or if they're just his favorite animal, like, what the deal is, but I know he has at least one parrot that he takes everywhere and hangs out with all day. It's pretty cool. His comfort parrot? His his service parrot? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, this is my service parrot. (laughs) I gotta take him on the plane. I know he can fly on his own, but uh, I need him next to me. Yeah, yeah. The parrots on the plane saying, I could do better than this. <laughs> In half the time. Is, uh, you, you could do better than that? You're a rock star's parrot? Like, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> Sir, we're not going to tattoo this parrot. <laughs> he 
He's like, what do you mean, man? You gotta tattoo it. He's the one that asked for it, man. Yeah. You can see it. You can see it. You ever hear stories about Prince when you become too rich and you lose all contact with reality and you don't understand why someone can't get you an elephant at 3 o'clock in the morning and it's just Iggy Pop not understanding why his bird can't get a matching tattoo and... There's got to be someone out there that'll tattoo a parrot. If anyone listening is a tattoo artist and would tattoo a parrot, please email one of us and let us know. Yeah, reach out to the show. I'd like to hear about that because, A, aren't birds covered in feathers? Like, how are you going to see the tattoo? I feel like that's kind of their thing. Yeah. Well, they have hairless cats and hairless dogs and people that are allergic get them. So maybe there's a featherless bird. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds terrible. That sounds terrifying. Have you ever seen like a chicken when it's like all like shaved? It looks weird. Yeah, on my plate. Yeah, a shaved chicken on Jeff's plate. (laughs) Well, in America, we pluck them. I know you guys do it kind of different up there, but yeah, no, we eat them with the feathers in here. (laughs) It's fiber. Yeah. That's how we do it. We got the milk in the bags. We got the chickens with the feathers. Yeah. God, milk in a bag? What? What is this? Oh, yeah. It's delicious. It's the best. It's not just Canada, but I'm, I'm closer to the border than you. So, yeah, we get milk in a bag, and it tastes better. I'm not sure why, but it's delicious. Well, you know, I'm in L.A., so everything's in fucking mason jars. That's still going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to any hipster bar, and everything's in a fucking mason jar. You know, I I don't mind that. It's it's there is something kind of endearing about it because I did grow up drinking out of mason jars, so it's kind of like it is nice. But uh, I get it; it's a bit much. Yeah, like it, they're nice. I get I get that. I have some at home. I get and there you can use them for multiple things. But there's just certain drink like I don't want a beer in a mason jar. No, that doesn't make any sense. That's fucked up. Did you get these mason jars illegally from? those hipster bars <laughs> are you stealing them no comment no comment <laughs> cut back to the montage <laughs> it's still happening yeah yeah it's just a shot away yeah so it's uh oh boy all right we got some we got some more dish news coming across the desk and this is not this is not great news to be honest yeah it's pretty disappointing uh, Gallup did a recent poll, and they say that uh, women still handle a majority of the household tasks in the United States. Ugh, not surprised. Yeah, it's not surprising. Uh, the numbers have come in. They're not good. Uh, they say that the primary responsibility for doing the laundry is at 60%. Wow. Uh Cleaning the house is at 51%, and I, I'm i not sure about that number. That number seems a little bit uh, low, but uh, – and then preparing meals is also at 51%. Really? So, yeah, that's uh, – I think those – I don't know. Those two numbers are surprising. I thought it would have been a little bit higher, but um, uh, another part of the poll was that – they spoke with men, and apparently they uh, they continue to take the lead in keeping the car in good condition. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> At least there's that. Yeah, because as you know, cars require a lot of like hands-on maintenance. 
Um, so uh, that's at 69%, which is a nice number, as we all know. Yeah. Well, how many times do you think men have tried to wash the dishes or make food and the women just go, I got this. You're just going to mess it up. Well, but that's a problem, though, because, like, you have to get better at these things. The only way to, a lot of the times, the only way to learn is, is to fail, and then and then someone comes in and shows you how to do it properly. So, you don't just give up. Like, that's what, you know, what if, like, it's like Galileo had just given up. Like, we wouldn't have half the stuff we have now. We wouldn't have space. But be careful, exactly. though. You know, I'm, I'm looking up dishwashing accidents in the news, and there's just so many about specifically men falling onto uh, upward facing knives in their dishwasher and dying. Yeah. I mean, it is, it, you know, with everything else in life, there is a certain amount of risk involved when you're, when you're dealing with sharp objects. I mean, uh, you have to be careful. I guess that's a dish boys PSA though. To, like put the sharp utensils facing down. Can I can I have a confession? Yeah, no, never never put them. Oh no, oh no. What's happening? That's why I use a sink because that's what happened to my father. <gasps> oh my god. Gasp. Wow. Well, I'm going to take a moment that... today to honor him. No, don't. He was a bastard. <laughs> oh, <sick>. <laughs> <laughs> the world is better without him and I'm better because I wash with my hands. Yes. Wait a second, wait a second. Did he fall on a knife or was he pushed? Oh, multiple knives and he fell. Multiple knives? Mult- Whoa, that's a bit of a game changer there. Yeah. And the police were just like, yeah, no problem, that's, that happens. This, yes, they said that to a child who just lost his father. <laughs> a pat on the head, alright, here you go, boy. Get on out there, he has a toothpick. They threw me a sponge daddy yeah. and said, this is your future. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, Get to work, boy! Oh. So, how did you find the scrub daddy? Did you always did you grow up using the scrub daddy, or did you find it on your own? I personally saw it the first time walking through a grocery store, and I just had a line of these people smiling at me, and I was like, "Oh, this is nice." Yeah, I think everything should have a face on it. Yeah, I think I saw. I was at a supermarket, and they were doing like a demo of it. <laughs> Which was kind of cool. Yeah, I was in Florida visiting my parents, and um, they had, like, you know when you have people that are, like, giving out samples at the supermarket? Hell yeah. It was kind of like that, except they were just, like, showing, like, this guy, like, washing dishes with a scrub daddy. He had, like, a little tray and, like, a little dish that, had, like, had a little bit of food on it, and he would just, like, keep washing it and it was very surreal i was like what's happening right now did he even have water like was he miming it how did he do this uh he had just like a bowl of like soapy water and then like another bowl that he was like putting it into yeah so yeah do it okay yeah and like a uh, like a rack he had like a rack that he was putting the dishes on to air dry how do you how do you dry your dishes uh, I do the air dry and then I, um, I, uh, dry the, uh, glasses with a, with a, uh, like a tea towel or something. Nice. Very smart. Yeah. And, uh, everything else gets air dried. The utensils and the plates. I use a gentle blowing motion. A <laughs> gentle blowing motion. <laughs> you just blowing, you're standing there for an hour blowing on your dishes? I really like doing dishwashing. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I want to say that again. I really like washing dishes. 
I really like doing dishwashing. Is uh, is pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was reading earlier about the inventor of the uh, of the first like kind of commercial automatic dishwasher, and it turns out it was actually a woman. If you'd be if you'd be so surprised, I wouldn't be surprised. So, yeah, her name was Josephine Garris Cochran, and I'm looking at some pictures of her. She's quite the looker, man. She's a very pretty lady. Let's see. Let's yeah, check it out. She's uh, very attractive and uh, very smart. She um, she had a design for this uh, for this automatic dishwasher in the late 1800s, in like and they, 1880s. They, they credited her too because I know with the uh, the cotton gin, it was Eli Whitney's wife, and it's like they couldn't hold oh. pants back then. Wow. Well, she she managed to get the. Uh, she managed to get the patent herself because she kept on hiring people to like build it for her, but they kept on making changes and then it would fail. So she was like, why won't anybody make it to my specifications? She finally ran into a guy who helped her um, build the prototype and then they patented it. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it took off. And uh, then KitchenAid bought the company and commercialized it and made them, uh, you know, commercialized them across the country and the world, right? Because, you know, a lot of houses didn't have running hot water at that time in the eighteen late 1800s. So it wasn't until about the 30s, 40s when people started to basically all have hot water. And, um, and then it became more popular. Unfortunately, she had died uh, a little bit, you know, in the early 1900s, so... But uh, it was a pretty fascinating story. She died accidentally falling on a series of knives left <laughs> facing <laughs> upwards in the dishwashing machine. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, that's how the best ones go, man. I like and the worst ones. You need one mm. good idea to make millions of dollars. And one woman was so tired of washing dishes, she's like, I would like a machine to do this. And one person out there is like, sponges should be happier. Let's put a face on them. Yeah, why does the sponge? Why does the sponge have to be square and boring? Like, come on. Yeah, I've got a square sponge right now, and it does make it much more boring. Like, I I feel very alone sometimes when I'm washing my dishes. I need to look down and see somebody motivating me. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. You you just jam your fingers through its eyes, and it's just like there's something very satisfying about it. I'm gonna go out today, and I'm gonna fucking buy some now. There we go. That's the kind of advertising that we uh, that we offer here on uh, on Dish Boys. So you know, Scrub Daddy, if you're listening, we uh, we'll, our our communications are open. Let's get this going. We just sold a sponge. <laughs> yeah, you just sold. A sponge. Just, we just sold one sponge. Yeah. You got to start tagging them in your posts on Twitter. I'm sure that they don't have that happen very often. <laughs> the guy who runs the account is like, oh wow. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You'd be surprised. It looks like uh, the Scrub Daddy account has 25,000 followers, so that's pretty good. What do these Twitter accounts for products even do? There's so many accounts for just random products. Like, What more do you have to say? Well, I think they have to... um, I think a lot of them are set up to defend their reputation online. So they might not have like a whole lot of followers, but anytime their name gets mentioned, they have like a little alert thing, right? They have their name set up to, you know, if somebody says, oh, you know, this, I just ate a bag of chips and it was all stale and gross. So then they have to go and say, how can we help you? 
I just did that. Actually, that makes sense. I just did that with uh, Postmates. They really fucked me over. Yeah, you were saying. That was terrible. They, they ended up contacting me and giving me a refund and like a $10 delivery credit because of that tweet. There you, there you go. I got some free pickles the other day because I complained about the quality of pickles and they sent me a voucher. Oh, hey, yeah. didn't hit me up right away and tell me this? I, I it was on my uh, it was on my Twitter feed. I had I got a jar of pickles and they were uh, I got two jars of pickles, two in a row that were not good. Oof. And so I um, I complained loudly on Twitter and the and the uh, the account contacted me. The stork the stork itself reached out to Whoa. me. Whoa! So it was a Vlasic. Yeah, it was a Vlasic. Vlasic move. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they they reached out to me and they were very friendly and uh, very polite and they said we'll, we'll get you some get you some new pickles there, Dicky. Aw, what a happy ending to that story. Yeah, I haven't received the voucher yet, but I'm I'm waiting every day by the You're mailbox. Waiting to hear the flapping of wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> Does he deliver the yep. bindle like babies? Yeah, you get a baby yep. holding a voucher. And you're like, I'm a dad now. <laughs> Little bit. At least I, I got some. I got some pickles I can feed this kid. <laughs> oh my god. Just feed the kid exclusively pickles for the rest of its life and see what happens. <laughs> it's uh, The baby's skin turns all green. <laughs> that happened with a baby... Um, well, it happened with a man too, but a baby that would only eat carrots, like the mush carrots, and it eventually will make your skin start to turn orange, like kind of like jaundice, but more orangey. That man is now president uh. of the United States of America. Thank <laughs> uh, you. Oh, the buffoon in chief. We're going to get a nice cease and desist letter after this. Oh, God damn it, Jeff. Now we got to take that part out. I'm going to find some brands on Twitter. I have blocked so many because I think oh, they're boy. obnoxious and I'm very anti-free advertisement for, for companies. Yes. Like the Peanuts situation. Mr. Ugh. Peanut. Ugh, and God. it's like, you guys are saving this company millions and millions of dollars by retweeting every dumb thing they did. That's true. It's like, don't give it attention. Let it die out. They're trying to, like, capitalize on the Baby Yoda look. But it's like... A- well, this is the, you know, this is the simulation. This is the simulation that we're living in right now. And it's, uh, it, it cuts, like I said, it cuts both ways. That's true. Remember when the internet didn't have this crap? Like, it's become so normal so quickly, we totally don't question it anymore. But there used to be no advertising like that at all. Uh, you had, like, you had like little pop-ups and stuff on websites, but that was about Porn it. Porn sides, I mean, you know, I remember this. The little yeah. sidebars yeah, yeah, yeah. of, like, but, but, family guy characters having sex. Oh, boy, those are My rough. mind instantly went to porno, too. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bunch of dirty dogs on this podcast right now. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking up a local oh. sandwich shop, and I have an ad for Cunt Wars. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Oh, boy. It's a, a, a Android game where apparently you make your own girlfriend and fight monsters, so it sounds pretty sweet. Oh, I thought you could, like, customize your own, like, perfect vagina. Oh, I wish. Like when you're building a character, but you just build your perfect vagina. <laughs> Jeff puts like googly eyes well, on his. Yeah, that's what I do anyway. Yeah, it's called vajazzling. It's a fucking thing. I'm like, don't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Talk about kink shaming sometimes. If a woman says no to you placing two googly eyes on her, <laughs> it was never meant to be. 
I'm definitely going to be using that now. I have a wide collection of googly eyes. <laughs> it's fun. That's Valentine's fun. Is- that's that's the kind of fun that you got to introduce to the um, to the bedroom. And uh, you know those those poll numbers were really disappointing. Like as we've talked about on this show previously, there is a real like intimacy to washing dishes with your partner. Uh, you know, one partner cleans while the other one dries or stacks or rinses or what have you. So, um, you know, it is it is a bonding experience. You get to talk about, you know, your life and your dreams. And, and it's just, it's really nice. And I think it would, you know, I, we, we here on the show really think it would improve rela- relations in this world as far as, uh, as far as that goes. Yeah, it's kind of like a hands across America thing, but you're just pass- passing the dish. Exactly, exactly. It takes seven months for 250 Americans to wash one single dish. And at the very end of the line is one guy holding a, a damp towel. <laughs> <laughs> and he accidentally breaks the fucking dish. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dang it. It's like the Olympic torch. <laughs> How do, I would worry too much if I... That was, that's just too much responsibility. I would definitely accidentally sneeze it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What movie did they do that in? Was that in a Farley Brothers movie or something? Oh, shit. It's gotta be, right? This does bring back, like, a, a memory, a fuzzy memory. Or was it Forrest Gump? Just edit piss it in. On it when you something. find it out, just edit it in and pretend you know uh, it. The movie was, the, the <laughs> Fly Away Home. <laughs> I was also uh, oh, my God. It's come back around. <laughs> how many geese, how many geese died on the set of Fly 10, Away 000. Home? Ten thousand. Oh man, Good. they got sucked into the wit. They got sucked into the turbine of the plane. <laughs> they flew into fucking Fabio's face. <laughs> oh no! Oh, they should have included that in the movie. I know. Filmed in what Toronto. Toronto. When that happened, I wonder. Hey, Toronto, Canada. There you go. Um, oh boy, it looks like we've got a correction here. Jerry's sliding this over to me. Ooh. Wait, you know yeah, what? Why does, you know, why does, do like to pride why does ourselves? Jerry slide things to yeah. you? Whenever he needs to communicate with me, he writes it and slams it against the glass and points angrily. He just wrote Toronto to I me. Don't, I don't <laughs> He did slam that against the glass pretty hard. Um, I don't know. I, you know, that's, that's between you and Jerry. You guys need to work out whatever animosity you have uh, between you, but... Uh, you know, it is odd, because I do seem to criticize him a bit more than you do, so... You need some dish therapy. Do what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry, you need to come and wash some... You, you and you and Jeff need to wash some dishes and get, you know, get that bonding going again. Do you think the, the world leaders um, should wash dishes together and that would solve some world peace issues? Oh, definitely. It's a collaborative thing. It's, uh, yeah, it's... You know, I really do think it would improve relations in the guy world. Guy in North Korea insists that the dishes never get dirty there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, grandfather keeps our dishes clean at all times. Somebody else is a dish denier and they don't exist at all. Yeah, we were talking about like it's like a flat earther, but with dishes, like all dishes are flat. <laughs> like even the bowls, like if you think about it, it's still... It's still flat. There are those weird bowls, though, that you're not, when they're in the cabinet, you're not quite sure if it's a fucking bowl or a dish. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yep, yep. What is the purpose of that? Is that for, like, a 
a stew or a pasta thing? Like, I'm not sure. It's sort of like the sport. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's supposed to, like, spread out whatever you put in it a little bit more so it might cool down a bit faster. I'm not sure. Mm. You know, that sounds that sounds smart, yeah. and I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Okay, so back to, back to the... very educational <laughs> episode here. We're getting deep. Seriously, getting deep. wow. Oh, no, for sure. And that, you know, that does tie in with the correction that we have here too, right? So it's, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta acknowledge that we made a little, we made a little boo-boo on one of the previous episodes. Yeah. It looks like, uh, on the last episode, we did claim that dishes were invented in 1745 by a Czech dentist. And it turns out that that's just not true. Um, we, we had uh, some people call in, and, uh, you know, Jerry took a lot of calls, a lot of uh, hot calls on this. So, um, yep, it turns out that uh, that is not true. Um, I am not sure how we keep getting this information wrong week after week, but uh, it has been a bit of a bit of a recurring error uh, at this point. But, um, you know, call in and yell at Jerry. Just, you know, he's a... He seems like he's almost like a pain pig or something. He, like, loves this, like, abuse. So, uh, so yeah, it turns out that dishes were actually invented by a Hungarian hermit priest named Agustin Harvath in 1629. So uh, we do want to acknowledge that mistake from last week, and uh, we are now corrected, and, uh, and we can move on with the show. I've learned so much today. Like we said, we do our, you know, our main goal on this show is to educate and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and maybe a little, like, titillate a little bit. Ooh. Is that with T's or D's? Uh, you can spell it either way. <laughs> Thank you. I will. <laughs> well, everyone, the, the dishes are piling up, and <laughs> I think it's, it's time to take care of those, um. Yeah. Dickie, do you have any parting words? Uh, no, I'd just love to uh, plug, uh, you know, I'd love to plug uh, Doom Boys podcast and all the other fine Buzzcast uh, shows that are out there. Um, and um, yeah, well, uh, thanks uh, Blair for coming on this week and joining us. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited to do my dishes right now. Yep. It's, uh, you know, it's the most it's the most wonderful time of the day when you when you settle down and you just get to get to dunk your hands in that hot water and scrub. Mm-hmm. You got it, boys. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you online, Blair? Oh, boy. Well, yeah. Twitter. I always fuck this up, but I'm going to do it. Twitter, I'm at uh, skeleton underscore blood underscore. That's probably where most of you have found me before. But I did just start a Patreon. And I think you can uh, just look up Skeleton Blood Art. And there I am. There's uh, all sorts of tiers, all sorts of benefits that you can get through that. And uh, yeah, you can hit me up on uh, Instagram at Mandalorian Armoire. Or Mandalorian underscore Armoire. And yeah, send me a message. Tell me how you do your dishes. Oh, I gotta follow I gotta follow you on Instagram. I didn't uh, we gotta hook you up. It's been this long and we don't oh yes, please. Yeah, I know, that's wild. Well, I, I, just, just... I try so hard to get into Instagram and I just keep forgetting about it. It's like, <laughs> I think it's only good. I mean, if you're like, I use it for art stuff a lot of the time, it, it's good for that. But if you're not like a selfie person, then it's, it's not as fun. Is it true that on your Patreon for $100 a month, you will actually come over and wash someone's dishes for them? 
It's not on there. It's a secret tier, but yes. This was a BuzzCast Network production. Wow.